0: You are listening to the Your Shining Self podcast for women who need messages of hope, love, and transformation. And now your host, Tish.
1: Hey there, listeners. Today, I am so excited to have Allison Buckland with me. Allison, did I pronounce your last name correctly? Yes. Okay. I forgot to ask you before we started recording, so I'm like, oh no, I hope that's right. So I'm super excited to have you join me today. I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be on the show with me. And before we dive into our conversation, would you just take a couple minutes to tell our listeners a little about you and what makes you tick? Yeah, hi,
0: thank you. I am just so grateful to be here. I am um, really thankful that uh, the stars aligned and we were able to connect and I am having the privilege of sharing my story on this platform with you. And uh, yeah, so that's really um, wonderful. It's a gift. So well, wow. so to tell you just a little bit about myself, um you know my main role in life is a mom, so I'm a mom boss i i I like to say because you know i I do it all I mean, and I know as just as as women as moms uh we as you know just human beings we wear a lot have to wear a lot of hats, and so um being a mom um i also um Uh, work. Uh, I work. I have my own business. I've been married for 15 years to my husband, Dave. We live in Baltimore, Maryland. And, you know, through my life experience, I've come to learn that uh, really become more self-aware to kind of learn what makes me tick. But also through my life of experience, I kind of always thought that I was just supposed to do a lot of things go to school, get good grades, um, go to college, graduate, you know, after picking a major, go to work, find a job, and get married, have kids, all of those things, just checking like all of those boxes along. And along the way, um, that's what I did. Uh, And then along the way, I kind of just started realizing that the path that I had been on was not really something that uh, was fulfilling to me. I mean, I always knew that there was something more in me and uh, through my life experience, um, which I'm sure we'll talk about uh, through this uh, podcast, but you know, I've come to learn that uh, my passion and my purpose is really to you know, joyfully connect community members to the potential within them that their stories reveal to me, and coach them into the healthy whole life that they'll love. And I believe I do this and um, am able to do this in order to make a meaningful and multi-generational difference in the world. And uh, to uh, let my light shine and also give others by sharing my story, permission to be able to share theirs as well. And it's very fulfilling and I love it.
1: Thank you for sharing that, Allison. I loved listening to you just share that you can hear just the passion and the excitement in your voice. And so one of the things that I wanted to jump into, because you mentioned being a mom. So when you were filling out the information about something that you could talk about on the show... Uh, you had mentioned that you have had 11 fertility attempts to become a mom. You did 13 total. So do you want to share with our listeners a little bit about that journey, kind of how it, um, I guess, affected not only you like emotionally through all that, but also your husband?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was really the 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 most defining experience in my entire life and you know wanting and always knowing that I wanted to be a mom I just I don't know I just assumed that it was going to happen um not many people talk to me about um struggles with fertility or I, I didn't no one really shared that with me and so um I did have one friend who had a miscarriage so i knew of her because she was a close friend she did share that with me but uh so what uh, my husband and i started trying well trying i mean not not trying because <laughs> you go so long and you you try to prevent it um, i guess you know you take precautionary measures so you don't get pregnant in my case and we were just married and we just were you know figuring out our lives and just what we were doing growing together and So when I started to like not not try (laughs) or like consciously like be like okay let me pay attention to when I'm getting my period and all of those things that goes along with that but uh, I I I didn't realize it was gonna take as long as it did so it did it ended up taking us four and a half years of trying we had eleven fertility attempts we had a miscarriage at number three. Um, and then, um, on that 11th fertility attempt, um, that's when, uh, that one worked like that one worked. We made it past, um, you know, when we had had the miscarriage uh, before and, and that was amazing. I mean, it was so scary, but it was amazing too. I also ended up, um, during my pregnancy being on bed rest in the hospital for seven weeks, And, um, yes, that was insane. (laughs) Um, but I mean, it was really through that process that I started sharing my journey with those around me in my life. And because I knew that they'd be there to support me no matter what. And it also was a way to kind of educate other people in my world, like what, what, my, what this looks like. I mean, cause this is what real life is. I didn't have any choice in the matter. I just knew that I wanted to be a mom. So I kept going and you know, that was really therapeutic to, to have that support along the way. And then when I was in the hospital um, or when I actually got pregnant, when I remember when I announced it on Facebook, I like, I just was so excited to like mm-hmm. announce my, get to the point where I could announce on Facebook that I was pregnant And I remember that day and uh, put it out there and also it shared that it had taken all the attempts that it had taken to get to that point. And just all these women were reaching out to me and commenting and I've been there, or they'd message me and be like, I have an IVF baby. Or, you know, I just felt really like, oh my gosh, like I'm not alone in this. And um, so then I had my daughter and I mean, best day of my entire life um, and, you know, I do it all again in a heartbeat to get to that moment, and, you know, so that was, I mean, it was just defining, I mean, and I know through all this, I'm faith-driven, so I, I I know that, um, she was meant for me, and I was meant to go through all of that to, to get her, and we did try, we had two other frozen embryos, we tried you know, later on, um, at two different times, and that didn't work, um, which is okay, I mean, I still hold out hope, like, I can't get rid of all of that, um, you know, mental uh, trauma, I guess, you know, the, the mindset, I mean, I'm big on mindset, and, and how that plays a factor in our health, and our, our journey, and what we're doing, and you know, it's hard to like turn that off. Like, Oh my gosh, what, what day is it? But I'm 43. I'm going to be 44 next year. And um, you know, miracles can happen certainly, but uh, it's, it's, you know, and we're open to adoption too. So that, but that was a, a really, um, you know, tough experience. And I've just learned in sharing my journey that uh, I can help more women to be able to share this and men too, because, you know, I know you, like you said, it, it did affect you know, it's, I'm not alone. My husband had to go Mm -hmm. through every loss, you know, the miscarriage and the, every loss of not being able, it didn't work. And that two week wait in between, if any of your listeners, I mean, they're probably nodding their heads if they've gone through any of this, you know, you know, the wait and the anticipation and the up and down of emotion, is this going to work? Is it not going to work? I mean, and not being able to control the outcome, I mean, and and I just turn to my faith a lot, and you know, I keep coming back to the Serenity Prayer when I think about that time frame, and in any anything, any goal, or anything that I'm going through, um, just to focus on what I can control and and let go, you
1: know, what it is I can't. So, thank you for sharing all that, Allison. I appreciate you being, you know, willing to be open and vulnerable and share that, and how you were sharing about when you you know, announced on Facebook that you were pregnant with your daughter and how long it took to get to that point. Um, And all the women that were like, oh my gosh, you know, just commenting about they've been there too. And because what I have found in my own journey as an alcoholic um, is that now that I am willing to be vulnerable and open and share my story, there's so many people that it just it like almost gives them permission to stand up and say, Hey, I struggle too. So that's what I have found like in my community. And that's why I think it's so important for women for us to be able to, you know, just find our voices and share our stories because it does, it does help other people. And um, I'm a Christian. So my (laughs) faith, you know, you touched on faith. Um, And for me personally, It's not always easy to like rely on my faith and just like have this peace that, okay, everything's going to work out Um, because I'm human. (laughs) So I want, I just want like instant gratification. You know, I just, (laughs) I want, I guess like scientific things. I don't even know how to explain what I'm trying to say, but how did, like, how did your faith help you get through it? because for me like i said it's not as easy as okay i pray and then just let it go like i still worry
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely and you know i've um struggled with anxiety for as long as I can remember, I, you know, and, uh, that, um, and have been medicated on and off medicated for anxiety for, for a while. Um, but during that time I was not, but I, you know, part of me also, I mean, I, I recently, um, did like a strengths assessment, um, on myself to kind of understand and become more self-aware about where my strengths lie and, my strengths are, you know, belief, positivity, which really play into, um, you know, always kind of like having, being able to like, I don't know, just redirect my mindset, Mm -hmm. being upset and being scared. Yes. And being human and, um, you know, going off the rails sometimes like we are human. Um, but then being able to just, not stay in that place for very long and to just switch it to you know where faith i i know that there's a purpose for this like I, I you know i just had to keep telling myself i mean it's it's gonna work like i mean it's here there's got to be a reason there's got to be a reason do it one like try just keep going just keep going just keep going just keep going um along the way but it was it was hard not to like turn on myself and be like is there any way that I I can control any of this aspect, like, I mean, what am I doing, like, with my diet, or, you know, did we not do this thing, right, or, oh, heaven forbid this, like, you know, sometimes, or what I've learned, too, a lot of times, our mind just takes over, because that's what it's been exposed to the most throughout our entire life, and most of what our mind retains, and our brain retains, uh, is subconscious, and it goes to work to not serve us, so it's kind of this constant back and forth that we do need to work on and, um, practice, you know, kind of, it it takes work. It just doesn't automatically flip on a switch and you're like, um, going through this. Yeah, it does take work. Um, but we are human and I think we're meant to learn new things every day. And, and, uh, I just, I'm, I'm working a lot on trust, uh, and surrendering, um, to letting go of the outcome and knowing that it's just going to be okay, uh, <laughs> no matter what happens. And if something comes along that is meant to knock us or wobble us over or something, then, um, that's meant to be there as a lesson for us to then move forward. Cause we're always learning from the things, you know, and the failures and the things that try to knock us down, but don't
1: because <laughs> we 're more powerful than that, yes, and I liked what you were talking about, um, you know like the retraining your brain i I used to be such a negative Nelly, like oh my goodness, i it got to the point that I couldn 't even stand myself because I was so negative, but and that 's because that 's all I had known like that 's mm-hmm. just how I had always been my entire life. But when it started affecting like others around me, I had lost some friends. This is back in the beginning, like when Facebook had come around so yeah. quite a while ago. Um, but I had lost a couple of friends like on Facebook and stuff. They had unfollowed me because I was just constantly putting so much negativity out there. And I found that when I started to retrain my brain and start focusing more on like positive affirmations and just more positive stuff, changing like things that I was reading, things that I was watching, music that I was listening to, it it does make it so much easier to get through things. While although I still do, you know, have those moments that um, I struggle because again, we are humans, so. Mm-hmm. I liked that you touched on that you know reframing like how you're thinking and the positive positivity because that's so important
0: yeah and I mean it's like uh it's the uh, it's you know i I'm spiritual as well as faith driven and and Christian, but uh, you know i'm it's, it, like it's like a magnet, you know what you put out comes back to you, and with regards to like a lot of the self talk and, you know, energy, I mean, like, who are you surrounding yourself with? Um, yes. What are you listening to? What are you saying? What energy is, is, are you allowing into your personal space, not only that you think and that you say and that you expose yourself to, but, you know, um, choosing then once you're monitoring, once you stop and like start to monitor what it is that you're surrounding yourself with, or monitor the things that you're thinking or saying about yourself, because we all talk to ourselves the worst, like ever. Oh, yes. We never <laughs> say what we to anyone what we say to ourselves. Um, and yeah, you you feel me on this. I know you feel me on this. But um, but then once we monitor that, we all have the power to edit who we surround ourselves with, what we think, what we say what we read, like you talked about, the things you were reading, the, the things you were exposing yourself to, the thoughts you think, we all have the power to edit that. And then I think, you know, the last step, as you touched on is, is really, is l- choosing to, because we this is one of the things we do have control over and we do have choice into what we expose ourselves to, what we listen to. I think, you you know, you listening to positive self-talk is critical to be able to like reprogram your brain because it does take repetition, 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 repetition. The more you repeat the message, whether it's good or bad, the more you hear a message, whether it's good or bad, the more it's going to get wired into your brain. So like you mentioned affirmations, affirmations are a great way to be able to um, create positive repetition uh, in your life so that you can, you know, start to rewire those messages that then go to work to serve you as opposed to, um, not serve you certainly. But, um, yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Like, you know, when I, um, it was actually the catalyst that kind of got me into all of this is, um, and I knew, I know you and I shared before the call, just in talking about like a lot of body positivity or body hatred, negativity. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, you know, I always just was like, obsessed with like the number on the scale. And I because of the messages that I was exposed to, through no fault of the environment that I was in, you know, I had a lot of self hatred for myself and my body, which then led me to um, disordered eating habits and um, being obsessed with that number on the scale and, and, you know, wanting to kind of Thinking that my outside appearance would like give me, um, you know, what I, that 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 mattered really. It really, I I was focusing more on the outside appearance as opposed to internal, um, like we were just talking about. But um, kind of the catalyst to being able to change a lot of things and set things on the right track for me was when I. Uh, became an entrepreneur, kind of by accident, like I didn't even know, like I really literally became an entrepreneur by accident, because a friend of mine, after I got out of the hospital, after having my daughter, she came over, a friend from high school, she introduced me to um, uh, the company that I, I'm with, and what that introduced me to was a um, a, a healthy way of uh, choosing what it is that I fed my mind, that I fed my body, that I um, put on my on my body. I mean, like toxin exposure and mm-hmm. um, all of, and educating myself. And so, when I started on my healthy lifestyle journey with a like a thirty day kind of reset, not a diet, like a reset, I did this going in almost four years ago. Um, because I was just in this place and I'm like, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Like I'm not, I can't, I was looking ahead to, um, my 40th birthday. That was a big catalyst. Like the year I was going to turn 40. I was like, if I keep doing what I'm doing right now, where am I going to be on my 40th birthday? And I was like, I really wanted to rock my 40th birthday. Like I could picture it. I knew what I, I just wanted to just be able to feel good i started this healthy lifestyle that really educated me on the foods that i was eating and the things that i was like allowing to be absorbed into my body and and into my mind but all, at the same time because i ended up having such great results and feeling better and gaining more energy and releasing weight in a healthy way and started to like love my body and feed my, my, my mindset better, I learned that if I wanted to grow in a business (laughs) and be a leader and grow my, grow my leadership and do all of these things that if I wanted to do that, I needed to grow myself. And so that was really the catalyst that allowed me to, um, you know, gain more confidence and to, uh, learn who I was and what I wanted to do and what my light was that like inner gut feeling that I knew had that I, that I, um, knew I was meant for more than, um, what I was doing at the time. And, uh, that's just been a really, um, wonderful journey. And I'm so grateful to be here and sharing my story and sharing really to come to be able to share that my, you know, I, I I seek to empower busy people, moms, dads, just busy people, trying to balance it all, busy professionals, busy men and women, um, as we all are wearing the many hats that we do, um, empower busy professionals with the right tools to improve their health, mindset, and purpose so that they can create a life by design, because, you know, we get to choose what we want our life to look like, and um, I do think we have um, the ability to do so, but we all need tools.
1: Yes, and I like how you said life by design, because it's so true. I remember, for me, um, it was always about I was obsessed with the number on the scale. I threw my scale out. I no longer own a scale. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. That was like huge. Cause I was like, I'm so done with like just obsessing about that. Um, but for me, it was always, well, if I move, I'm going to be happier. If I lose weight, uh-huh. I'm going to find the love of my life. If yeah. I, I don't know, if I have name brand clothes, I'm going to feel better about myself. Yeah. You know, if this, 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 and it was never, like i it did not dawn on me that that was all like none of that would make a difference. I couldn't yes. just uproot my life and move. You know, i always thought okay, well, if i move to florida, then i'm going to become more active and, you know, i'm going to be happier. Um, you know, and it's it's so not true. It was not until i started mm-hmm. the inner work and mm-hmm. in doing all the inner stuff and the personal development and all the self-help stuff um that I started to realize, oh my gosh, happiness starts inside me. It's like literally an inside job. Yes, Um, And I have since then, I have been able to literally design the life that I want. Like I, I'm going to be 45 in February. Okay if you would have told me, you know, four years ago that I would be living the life that I'm living today, I would have laughed at you and been like, oh, you are crazy because, uh -uh. (laughs) but it's so true. When I started listening to what I wanted when I started to choose to follow my heart and pursue my passions instead of people pleasing and being worried about, yes. Oh yes, (laughs) girl. Oh my gosh. We could talk
0: all time about the people pleasing and the, yes, I hear you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that kind of tied into, you know, like you said, the life by design. Um, and it's just, it's, it's so phenomenal and empowering when you realize that you can literally choose and make the life that you want, so I just I loved I jotted down life by design and circled it and started it because i'm like it's so true. we truly get to design what we want um, so we let's, do yes, so let's circle back to that whole people pleasing so one of the things that you had mentioned uh, was, you know, letting your light shine and not dimming it because you want to make others happy. And you were touching on it when you were introducing yourself about, you know, you were doing all these things and putting the check mark next to it because you thought that's what you should do. So how did you, like, what was that turning point when you realized, no, I don't have to do that stuff. And you wanted to just start, you know, pursuing your passion and your purpose.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it was, it was a combination of things, but one of the one thing that like stands out, it was, it was when it was an instance when, um, like I realized like I didn't have a voice and it was in my career. Okay. And you know, the, yes, it was the people pleasing and seeking outside validation and recognition, like recognition was like my motivator. Oh my gosh. Like, and so overachiever, you know, so I, and I, and I had, I've had, I still have a, um, successful, um, sales and marketing career. And it was in one of my roles where, um, I, you know, was, um, you know, I was a high performing individual for this company and uh, loved what i did and they they were splitting up the sales force and they asked me um well, what do you want to do um this role or this role and i i prayed on it i thought about it and i was like okay what do i want to do and uh i i i went with my heart i told them what i wanted to do well they um gave me the other job i was like well okay now if you're gonna ask me like what I want to do like and I tell you like what obviously I don't I don't have a voice here I mean like losing that trust um you know I was like wait a second this is not this is not right I mean it was it was like this toxic culture that uh I didn't really want to be a part of anymore, and that 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 experience. I tried to get out of that job for a year, and then was downsized. And you know, really, that's when I um, one of the things that radically changed my life was when I um, went to LinkedIn a, as a, a network and started sharing my story there and um, connecting with individuals, and you know, learning that um, and how to. Uh, raise my standards, first off, for how I was treated, raise my standard and stop tolerating less than what I desired or deserved for myself. And, you know, it was through a process of, you know, looking for jobs and, you know, just um, family issues and just different things that would come up. I, 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 it's like this spark, like I didn't want to be waiting for somebody to say yes to me for like a job or, 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 waiting for like to get this validation for something and I'm I'm still learning I'm still fighting like those limiting beliefs of wanting to be a, a, a people pleaser but it's you know doing the inner work kind of recognize I also worked with a transformation coach and you know she helped me kind of identify some of those things through learning through journaling that um, realizing that I had this light in my inside that I did not want to be dimmed and you know, did not want to stop. I I needed to stop tolerating less than what I desired or deserved for myself. And I think we all need to do that. um, Because like, as you said, and what I had talked about, you know, creating and co creating this life that we have, um, that that we want, and that we see for ourselves, you know, and just not letting outside, influence dim that I think when we like we had talked about before when you share your story you definitely um find that it helps other people be able to share theirs as well and I and that sparks even more light so um and I I found that uh it's like a ripple effect um you share your light and it's just like it keeps going like you get to help more people than you could ever even realize that ripple effect. And to me, that is just leaving a legacy for future generations, you know, and I started with my, my daughter and, and legacy in that respect. But, um, I think, you know, legacy can be in the imprint that we leave this world with in every interaction that we have, be it online, be it, um, You know, in our human to human everyday lives, um, we're just learning and growing and letting our light shine, and then something comes along and knocks us over and tries to knock us down and dim it a bit, and then we kind of just have to rebound. Yeah, because those things are gonna come. you know, the, those things are going to come that to try to knock us off for, you know, life, life is life, right? We're all going to have things, whether we lose a job or have some sort of impact thing that comes along, diagnosis, you know, um, in our life or, or something, you know, it's just being able to rebound and remembering to do let our light shine. Um, and so I think it
1: just helps the world grow. It does. And, you know, that ripple effect, it's because when we are bold and we stand up and, you know, we take a stand and share our stories, it's an invitation for those around us to do the same thing. So it is, it's a huge ripple effect. And when you were talking, I jotted down something again, (laughs) and I was just grinning because you said less than what I desired or deserved, and that is so in alignment with my website. And the reason that shiningself.com came about and now the Your Shining Self podcast is because um, it all started with my inner work and my inner journey. But what I quickly realized was that when a woman catches a true glimpse of her shining self, like just this amazing life, she stops settling for less than. So I love that you said that (laughs) because it was, it was just so in alignment with what, you know, what my purpose is with my website and stuff. So I love that. Allison, this has been such a great conversation. I've really enjoyed it. And again, I just want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day to come join me. And before we wrap up, is there just, is there one thing that you just want to leave our listeners with? Something I don't know, some tip or one piece of advice that you can leave the listeners with that's just going to leave them feeling inspired or empowered or hopeful? Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
0: I, I, there, there's probably a lot of things. <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, I think, um, you know, when you look at uh, success, I mean, and, and I was, I've been reading um, the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Good book. Yes, great book. And the first habit is all about being proactive. I think that um, in a lot of cases, we're going to have to be reactive in life. I really get that. But um, I think if you can be proactive and towards a few things, towards improving your health of mind, body, and spirit every single day, by learning, by growing, take a proactive approach to your life. I mean, it's being successful, whatever your definition of that, whatever your listener's definition of that is, but, you know, surrounding your, up-leveling your life, that's really a definition of success for me, up-leveling, impacting others, being able to give back to others, make a difference. Um, You know, I think becoming more self-aware is critical and, and yeah, just being proactive.
1: Great advice. Yes, your life really changes when you do become proactive. At least I've seen that, you know, in yeah. my own journey. And Allison, one more thing really quick. Will you please let our listeners know how they can find you online?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the best way you can go to my website. It's allisonbucklin.com. There's one L in Allison. I'm a one L Allison. Um, so you go there, um, and that's kind of new. So, uh, it is released. You can, you know, subscribe to my, my website here, learn a little bit more about my story. I'm very active on LinkedIn it is another way to connect with me. Facebook as well. Um, and, uh, so yeah, that air, those are pretty much the, the ways that you can get in
1: touch with me. Great. Thank you. And I'll be sure to include all those links in my show notes. So again, thank you, Allison. Thank you listeners for joining us. I appreciate you and I appreciate you, Allison. Thank you. This was wonderful.
0: I am just so glad that we had the chance to meet in this capacity. Who knew? Right. That's a wrap for today's episode of the Your Shining Self podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment, and share with others that need a message of hope, love, and transformation.